Hello, I'm Dave Covington, VDOT's IED1 Program Delivery Director. I'm here today in Botetourt County, very close to the Roanoke County line. Today we're here to talk about bridges. And joining me today is Dean Hackett, who's a structure and bridge engineer for Salem District. You've likely heard me talk about the IED1 program before, the fact that we have 56 capital improvement projects currently in the program. Many of them include bridges that we have to deal with. And this involves a rather complex decision-making process where we have to consider engineering and risk management principles to determine the best approach to deal with each of these structures. And now I'd like to turn it over to Dean, who will tell you a little bit more about this engineering process. Well, when we're looking at a structure to determine whether to widen or replace that structure, primarily what we're looking at is the condition of the existing bridge. If the existing bridge is in good shape, then widening could be an option. However, if the existing bridge has a lot of deficiencies or a lot of problems, then we probably wouldn't widen that bridge and we would look to replace it. The way that we keep track of conditions on bridges and, and things like that is we have a, a bridge inspection program. It's mandated by federal law that we inspect every structure in our inventory on a regular basis and that's typically about every two years. Our bridge inspectors go out, they do hands-on inspections, they document the conditions in writing and in photographs, and then we track those conditions over time. Every year, we evaluate those conditions of our bridges to determine what our maintenance and replacement needs might be. And then we prioritize those needs based upon our funding available. If the bridge is in good condition, then we would do repair work on that bridge. However, if the bridge was in poor condition, then we would program that bridge for replacement. There are dozens of bridges that we need to address and make decisions on. And these decisions have associated costs. Right now we're dealing with escalated inflation factors that we simply can't control. We have to pay market rates for the materials that we use. So it's important that we make good decisions on these investments on these bridges. At the beginning of the projects, we develop a budget for each project. And this budget also includes inflation and other factors and contingencies. However, when we started this program, the inflation levels were nowhere near as high as they are today. But we do account for this through uh, engineering process such as our value engineering process uh, where we work through a project to look at where we can save money, where we might have to invest more money in our bridges. Ultimately, where we end up is making good decisions based on the investments made over long periods of time. The decision to replace a bridge versus widening and rehabilitate it looks far into the future, not just at the immediate cost. Bridges take a long time to build because obviously it's a large construction process. There are hundreds of people involved, there's thousands of operations that are involved, and it's expensive materials that are involved. For example, just in the design process, there are dozens of engineers, technicians, surveyors that are involved to develop the plans to build the bridge by. Then when you go to construction, there are obviously dozens of skilled laborers involved doing construction activities. There are equipment operators involved that are operating cranes, backhoes. As far as the cost, building a bridge obviously takes massive amounts of expensive construction material. There are thousands of pounds of steel and hundreds of cubic yards of concrete that are involved. However, at the end of the day, the bridge project will complete a bridge that will be safe and serviceable for years to come. There are a couple things that I'd also like to address. One of them is shoulder width. The bridges on I-81, most of them were constructed during the original construction of I-81. Obviously, we had much different needs at the time, but today we need additional shoulder width to provide enhanced safety and improve our operations. Wider shoulders, mostly on the outside, help to provide a refuge area for vehicles that may break down or motorists that are having a medical issue. It also helps with emergency response and even temporary storage for snow during snow removal operations. 
The bridges that we will be constructing or reconstructing as part of these projects will include a minimum 10-foot wide outside shoulder and generally a minimum 6-foot wide inside shoulder. Another issue I'd like to bring to your attention is the fact that we need to raise many of these bridges. The bridges that cross over some of our secondary or even primary roads does not have adequate vertical clearance. We need 16 feet 6 inches of vertical clearance on roadway bridges to protect the bridge structure. There are a lot of challenges that come from raising the grade of a bridge, such as the bridge behind me, the bridge over Reservoir Road. This bridge needs to be raised several feet, and that provides a lot of complications with regard to maintenance of traffic. In many cases, we might have to construct an entirely new temporary bridge in the median, divert traffic to that bridge so that we can build the bridge higher and also build the approaches to that bridge higher. As you can see, it is a very challenging process to raise the grade of numerous bridges several feet on a project where we also have to maintain a minimum of two lanes of traffic during heavy volume hours. And now I'd like to thank Dean for joining us to talk about some of the challenges associated with designing and constructing new bridges on the interstate system. And I'd also like to thank you for joining us for another episode of the Improve 81 video series. As always, I encourage you to visit improve81.org where you can watch more videos about our projects, listen to podcasts, or even sign up for our newsletter. Thank you.